Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Atop Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. Welcome into Celtics Express, and thanks for joining us. What a day for Celtics Nation after a wild road win. Heartbreak and heartland as the Celtics come up with a late pill for to steal a game from the Pacers in Indianapolis. We will dissect the late game heroics of Terry Rozier and everything that led up to that point. Boston almost blew a 19-point lead, but sneak out of town with the W. The Celtics moved to 26-7 on the season, 13-4 on the road. The Pacers, a solid squad on the rise, fall to 17-14 with a 10-7 mark at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. On this installment of your favorite podcast, we'll hear from the man himself, T-Row. Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, and more. We'll talk to Sean Silver, radio personality from 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston, home of the Celtics Radio Network. Also take a look at what's next for the Boston Celtics. Watching the game for me, as I know I'll be hosting Celtics Express, I obviously thinking of what the storyline will be. The game started, the Celtics offense really showing out red hot to start the game, so I'm thinking that's the story. Then the narrative moves to Jason Tatum, how amazing he's been. Then I'm thinking the Celtics defense, what's the deal, where have they gone? Then you're prepping to talk about how the Celtics blew a big lead and lost, something they really haven't done at all this year. Now the breakdown centers around a team that just keeps showing resolve in many different ways. We set the scene last night as Terry Rozier had a steal in a game-deciding dunk when the Seas nipped the Pacers 112-111. The Pacers led by four points with 19 seconds to go before Kyrie Irving hit a three. Austin then, of course, wanted the standard procedure quick foul. They didn't get the call. Head coach Brad Stevens. I'm thinking foul Joseph, foul Bogdanovich. All right, go dunk it. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, it's, it's too little time to do more than one trap. But, um, you know, we were fortunate to steal the pass because if we don't, you know, we're probably uh, they're shooting free throws with four seconds left and it's a much harder shot coming. And you're probably down three. That's when Rozier made his plays. We pick up the NBC Sports Boston broadcast with just 9.3 ticks left. Bogdanovich looking, able to get it into Joseph. Back to Bogdanovich. Uh-oh. Stolen by Rozier. He's got time. He's got a bucket. 1.6 on the clock. Celtics with a one-point lead. Bogdanovich looking, looking. Gets it in. Half-court shot. Ooh, hit the rim. And Boston escapes. 
That last second half-court heave for the Pacers did almost fall, hitting the back of the iron, so the hit-or-miss bench hits big time when it matters most for the Celtics. Kyrie Irving scores 30 points for Boston in this one. They trailed 107-102 after Victor Oladipo's basket with 31 seconds remaining. It was a 10-4 run in the final 20 seconds for the Celtics. Irving made a pair of three-pointers in the last half minute to keep the Celtics in the game. Irving after the final whistle. That was just one hell of a game to be a part of. And, you know, credit to Indiana and who they are as, as individuals and as a group. And, they stayed the course the whole entire game. They fought back, and the fourth quarter wasn't the prettiest for us. And um, you know, if, if that would have gone the other way, I was ready to take full responsibility for whatever happened after that, just for um, just to flow of the game at, uh, at the end. And how it just it didn't go the way I, I, I kind of planned it to go, um, just from an execution standpoint. Kyrie getting all philosophical on you. Big Al Horford with 14 points, 10 boards, 9 dimes for Boston. Al, how did you almost let this one go, though? We we were dominating the game, and then uh, we just let them get back in the game. Lance Stevenson did a great job getting offensive rebounds. Oladipo was scoring over us. We didn't close it out like we were supposed to, but we still found a way, and the guys came up and made plays, and um, you know, we got the win. Starters Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum with solid games, 13 and 16 for them respectively, including a pair of monstrous throwdowns from Tatum. Jalen Brown efficient on the offensive end, but just one of five from the free throw line. Marcus Smart, 15 points, four of four from deep. Also came up big at the end as usual. However, his seven turnovers on the night led the Celtics, who threw the ball away 20 times, a glaring issue for the Green of late. The reason the Celtics won this game, they shot 61.5% from three-point land to Indiana's 33 and a third. The Pacers' summer acquisition for Paul George, Victor Oladipo with a huge game, 38 points from him, 12 in the final two minutes. The other guy in that trade, DeMontis Sabonis, came off the bench for 18-7, and seven, making that Paul George trade look much better than it did originally. I'll admit I did blast that, now looking like a pretty good score for George, who everyone knew was headed out of town. With that, it's time to hit the telly, producer Teddy Too Hot, and do your thing. Got NBA on the brain? Call the sex line. Whoa there. That's Celtics Express Customer Service. Give us your take at 617-807-0013 to be heard on the show. Give us a call anytime. We will try and get you on Celtics Express. Just leave a message right now. We welcome in Sean Silver from 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston. They are the radio home for Celtics broadcast. Sean, a wild game last night. Your thoughts? The Celtics came out hot. They made their first 10 shots, as we know, um, and a 19-point lead at one point in this game. And then, I don't know, just kind of frittered it away over the course of, of the third and the fourth quarter there. Their bench is an issue. Uh, Marcus Smart, you know, you had good Marcus and bad Marcus last night. He was 4-4 four for four from downtown. He threw the ball over seven times, though. And in the absence of Marcus Morris, not that he's this cure-all elixir, Sometimes you have inconsistency, and last night particularly, where you had so many fouls, uh, the Celtics uh, outshot at the free throw line. I think uh, Indiana had 30 points just on the stripe last night, uh, while the Celtics only had eight. Uh, The Pacers came back, and it was one of those games where I was just like, oh, man, just hold on, just hold on. Luckily, you know, this year compared to last year and, you know, certainly the two previous years, You've got that trump card and Kyrie Irving, and he came to play. I think it's tougher sometimes to play and coach from ahead 
than it is from behind, like you said, kind of holding on. So I think that's well said. And to your point about the youth uh, relying on it, you know, it always seems to be somebody else stepping up. But does depending on this much youth scare you as we, you know, make a playoff run hopefully this year? Yeah, you didn't think you would necessarily be in this position. Um, the Hayward injury just changed things. And my thought coming into the season was, uh, will they develop and be able to handle, um, you know, key supporting roles where they can be counted on for a big shot, where they can, you know, lead a team during a stretch where you need to monitor veterans minutes, you know, down the stretch of the season, or you have a key injury. And that's exactly what's happened here. You've had some big steps forward. Uh, I think, <laughs> you know, uh, some of my contemporaries, certainly on the sports up, were down in the Jalen Brown draft pick. We're down in the Terry Rozier draft pick. Uh, these guys have really shown that not only are the NBA players, but they could probably be, you know, clutch pieces of a, a contending team. But it does worry me a bit. They're 26 and seven right now. That's obviously wonderful and unexpected. You're going to see a little bit of regression. This is a tough stretch right now. A lot of games before they go to London, and you know, then down, down, going the rest of the season, they'll need to. Uh, they'll definitely need some contributions off this bench. So we turn to Kyrie Irving and his minutes this season, which I think is surprising a lot of people. He's only playing about 32 minutes a game, and sometimes you're watching the game and you all of a sudden look up. You're like, wait. Like, what happened to Kyrie Irving? It seems like he hasn't played in a full quarter or something. Um, so not the lowest minutes of, of his career, but certainly in that in that realm. Your thoughts on, on where he's playing right now and how Brad's using him? Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, Kyrie's, I guess, career track. And, you know, even before LeBron got to Cleveland and they adopted that sort of, you know, we're, we're going to have little mini vacations during the season philosophy. And Kyrie didn't play, you know, the lion's share of games. Um, and you know, when that trade was made, it was one of my first thoughts. I thought, well, is this guy, you know, really super durable? I mean, it, it, the whole thing with Isaiah Thomas was you can't build your team around a point guard because, you know, reasons X, Y, and Z. One of them was he was too short, but also, you know, the durability of a little guy trying to go 82 games and, uh, you know, leading, you know, having the burden on his back every night. Uh, Kyrie Irving is certainly, you know, body type a, a little bit bigger than Isaiah Thomas, um, but it's it is still a question about whether he can go that far. Kyrie Irving is going to be needed. He's going to be needed occasionally for games like last night against Indiana, where that's a team that you should beat. Um, it was a tough road environment. Sixteen thousand fans going bonkers. The refs are clearly. I won't say in the pockets, you know, of the fan base, but <laughs> there was a discrepancy last night. But when he was needed most, he was ready to go. Yeah, some of the worst officiating I think I've seen all season, and that's certainly saying something. And, and side note, word on the street is IT uh, may be eyeing a possible comeback in early January, possibly against the Celtics, which for anyone else I would think was crazy. But IT, that's kind of his style. So uh, questionable. You think you'd want to get a warm-up game before the Celtics. But we'll see what happens for, for him. And as, as much as we root against the Cavs, it's really hard um, to, to give any ill will towards that kid at all. So um, so with that, do you see quickly any roster changes over the next couple months, or do you think the Celtics set into the playoff status quo? Well, I mean, the, the main question for me was, you know, what's going to happen with Marcus Smart? It was It's a minor question, or, you know, maybe a mid-range question for this team. There's certainly been roster moves that have been much more far-reaching that have occurred to the Celtics in the last few months. Marcus Smart really hasn't developed, I guess, I don't know, offensively, decision-making-wise, the way that maybe some people thought that he might have. Obviously, he brings a lot to the team. 
given the the Hayward injury and you know maybe the way that this year's team is fashioned, if they would you know really consider moving a clutch piece like that, they might just be going with it. And it's kind of nice, you know. Uh, we've seen a lot of shakeup in, uh, in this last year, and uh, it's it's kind of like, all right, I I want to get wedded to these guys. This is my team. I want to see what they can do going into the playoffs. I mean, maybe again that bench. Maybe we just see uh, somebody to come back and, and kind of steady, uh, steady the uh, the load back there uh, on the bench when they're playing second quarters where you know their lead just gets frittered away and and uh, they wind up in a, a tough spot. Rarely do we see such an enigmatic player as Marcus Smart, often leading the team in plus minus, and some Celtics fans love him, some want to ship him out of town, and I thought that was a big story heading into the season. Would Terry Rozier step up enough, maybe some of the younger players, where they could move Marcus Smart? We know his contract will be an issue moving forward. Yada, yada. I want to commend you on your use of the term frittered two times, Sean. That's fantastic. <laughs> What a, what a great word. We thank Sean Silver for a few minutes. He's a great follow on Twitter, at the Silver Fox, Silver with a Y, of course. Sean, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. I appreciate it, and I hope to uh, get to do this again. Before we bow out, we need to send a congrats to Lakers legend Kobe Bryant, who is officially a part of franchise immortality. The Lakers retired both numbers 8 and 24 in a ceremony during their game against the Warriors Monday night. Bryant, a part of five championships with the team, three while wearing number 8, two while wearing number 24 after running Shaq out of town during his 20-year career. Bryant, the only NBA player to spend all 20 of his NBA seasons on one team at the end of the day, as much as Celtics fans hate the purple and gold, Got to appreciate players like Kobe for making the rivalry what it has been and what it will soon be again. Next up for the Celtics, Kelly O and the Up and Down Miami Heat visit TD Garden Wednesday night. With that, we wrap up this installment of Celtics Express. Find us at all your podcast secret hiding places, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, on Twitter at Celtics Express, and of course, the destination for NBA talk, otgbasketball.com. They have podcasts to fill your insides with round ball on the daily got to check them out thanks to our guest sean silver our producer teddy Tuhat, our legions of fans and why not dr james naismith till next time i'm your host jay corwin we'll see you at the garden okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.